Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I've been meditating on certain things for the past few days and the Holy Ghost kind of brought them to my spirit man and I started thinking about it. So for our opening scripture today, let's turn to the gospel according to St. Matthew. Gospel according to St. Matthew. Uh, chapter 6. God has been particularly gracious to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll read from verse 1. I'll read as quickly as I can. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them, otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do your charitable deed, do not sound the trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Verse 5. And when you pray, I want to talk a bit on prayers today. You shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue on the corner of the streets, that they may be seen by men. So the only reason they pray is that they want men to praise them. That doesn't mean that when I'm praying in church, I'm leading prayers, I'm showing you, no, I'm in church. You want me to hide under the chair? No, I'm only joking. So please understand what he's saying. Praise God. Uh, I say, shortly I said to you they have their reward verse 6 but when you pray go into your room and when you have shut your door pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret <laughs> he sees <laughs> he sees who sees in secret will reward you openly and when you pray do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. They think they will be heard because of their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. 
that when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in secret place. And your father who is in secret place, or who is in secret, will reward you openly. Do not lay up treasures for yourselves on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye and if therefore your eye is good, okay, if your eye is clear, healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, but it's evil or unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. That's not your portion in Jesus' name. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters. For he, either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barn, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the leaves of the feet, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or where shall we? Where? For after all these things they eat, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about his own things. Sufficient for today or today is 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 his own troubles. Praise the Lord. I say praise Jesus. Amen. You see, a lot of things we, re- I mean, we just read there that sometimes you begin to wonder, isn't Jesus talking about this? Why is he saying this? Isn't he talking about this? How do, they, how do this and this relate? Praise the Lord. Now, the first thing we see there when we open into this chapter is your charitable deeds. Then, of course, your prayers. Then, of course, your fasting. And every time you see that, he never says, if, when you do, when you give, when you pray, when you fast, there are things you must do. I give everything, but I can't fast. Fasting is not my own. That's indulgence. That's laziness. It's like, okay, but I don't pray. I, I, I just don't know how to pray. Come on, listen to yourself. How will you feel towards the fish that looks at you and says, I don't know how to dwell in water? Fish? You are complaining you can't dwell in water? Please tell me, the, your, the, tell me if, do you have any other option for the fish? Ask the fish, what other option do you have? 
fish. You are complaining about water. How do you want me to help you? That's exactly the situation with the man that is complaining about prayer. A Christian prayer. I think uh, it's high time we hit some things straight on the head. It's not like we've been avoiding them, but sometimes we forget. You want to know how strong a house is? Watch their prayer life. I'm talking of a family. A church, you want to know how strong? How easily they will survive in the times of adversity? Watch their prayer life. A non-praying organization is long dead. Just waiting for it to happen. A non-praying nation is dead. Waiting to be buried. And that's why God will always leave enough in every place that will call upon his name. So it is when, it's not if. And again, let me quickly remind you, this was Jesus telling us about prayer. So it's not Pastor Tyro's idea. So if you don't like Pastor Tyro, but I know you do. Otherwise, you won't come to Fountain. You will go to there are many other churches. But I know you do. I thank God for your life. And I love you. I must say that. But it's not Pastor Tyro's idea. It's not even Peter, James, and John's idea. Jesus spoke. And it wasn't just Jesus' idea. It's just the way things are in the kingdom. You know, the reason that we chastise my son, my two-year-old, three-year-old, no, the, the, the way I chastise Jimmy is not the way I chastise Jimmy. How do I chastise Jimmy? I just say, ah, ah. Oh, boy, what's I doing now? Can't you see? Don't you know? Yeah, that's all. So, but the other boys, I say, ah, I'm talking to you. So, don't think that you are free and you are bigger than God because he doesn't come running after you with a king. He expects some level of maturity of you. There is no compromise. There is no any other way we can explain prayer away. No! Here, Paul, say pray without stopping. Here, Paul, again, you are worried, you are anxious, you are almost dying under the, op- the, uh, under the stress of things. He said, ah, ah, by prayer and supplication. That's why it's kept root and you are neglecting it. Make your request unto God. So you mean that to solve the problem? Why don't you just follow instructions first of the Creator and watch? And some other things we learned here before I begin to go into some more details, as it were. Haven't said about your, your, your charitable deed that please let your motive be clear, whether you are giving or you are praying or you are fasting. Let your motive be clear. If the reason you're doing any of this, which of course is secret to God, because it's God's attention you are getting, is God you are conversing with, as it were, it's like, it's like an intimate conversation between you and your creator. But if you must want men to know that you have that, you know, I want them to know that I have this connection with God. That's your motive. It's not because you love him so much that you want to be 
in a conversation with him, and he knows. And he will make sure that you get why you are doing it. Shut up. So men will like, when he talks to God, eh? Okay. But there'll be somebody that they don't know that has that kind of, but has much more than you. When he says in the name of you, things move. Shut up. So your motive is key when it comes to prayer, when it comes to fasting, when it comes to giving. Your motive is key. So you see, motive is clear here. Praise the Lord. And then you begin to wonder too, why are you talking about prayers? And then all of a sudden, you began to talk about uh, your treasure. If my reason for prayer is just my need, I am need-driven. If the only reason you find me praying is when I'm ill, I want healing. Or when I'm broke, I want provision. Or when I'm scared, I want security of um, protection. If that's the reason I'm praying, then I'm putting things ahead of him. It's okay that I have needs and I'm praying about my needs. Of course, he's expected to pray about my needs, as it were. But he knows what drives me to my knees. Please get me well. It's not just because I know that when I get to him, I will get it. It's because I just want to get it. So in other words, if I don't get it by prayer, I can get it in another place. Because all I'm having is just to get it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he cannot be deceived by... Almighty God, you are the only God in heaven. Hallelujah. Because you want something, that's all. So you are are, are fasting 40 days because you want something. Not just because you know He can give it. Or because you want his involvement. Let me repeat again. If the reason you are driven to pray and fast is just for what you want from him, if you find any other means of getting it, you will abandon him. And he's smarter than that. He created the system. And so you can see why we say, why is your treasure earth focused? Why not heavenly focused? Because when it's heavenly focused, that need will be met. But much more than that, your relationship is further cemented. Your trust and confidence in him has grown deeper. You see why? Otherwise, you're wondering, how do you relate this one to prayer? But it is. It's all about motives. And again, the next verse is your eye. It's like, if your focus is God, much more than your needs, your needs will fall in line. And the next segment follows. 
You can't serve two masters. I can't pretend I love God because of what he has. So it's just the reason I love God so much and you see me all cladded for God, as it were, is because, what of, it's because of what I can get. Which is what we do with fellow human beings with ourselves. But please, let's, God is in his own class, so please, let's respect him. You can pretend to use people and use it. Now he's there. Hey, 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 hey. Hallelujah. Please forgive me if I say this. Everybody wants to identify with Oshimajo today, our vice president. Let's believe God that after he finishes this term, if God wants, he now becomes president. But after eight years, he's no more president. Some will not know him anymore. He's the new one. That's the new bride. But he has some friends that were friends before. We never even thought that he would be there. So whether he's there or not, they are his friend. And God is saying that's the way some people treat God. Jesus is talking prayers here. You can't serve two masters. Hello, church. Watch this. I'm so much in love with my wife, you know. Hmm. Pastor, tell us we're hearing you. Mm-hmm. Right? If suddenly I begin to look at him, you see, this suddenly. Hey, how are you doing? You know, my wife. She'll be talking to me, say, hey, can we go and get this? Uh, so, are we going out for lunch? Uh, say, yeah, I'm talking to you now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are we going out for lunch? Uh, oh, yes, we'll go for lunch, you know. I'm not there. He's running after you, me, see? Not you. <laughs> she said, ah, praise God, Pastor, which advice is that, please? <laughs> can you see? I love my wife. Come on, tell me. God is looking from above. Do I love my wife? You can't serve two masters. Every time your husband says, I'm tired. I hope I've not seen somebody outside. And when you get home at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you are making sure that she has slept. Why? There's no more energy. Those who are not qualified have taken everything. Because you are just playing with the boys. Oh, yeah, my wife and my children. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, who is this? You can't serve two masters. You can't. Our Lord God Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm. When your treasures are not. Is this talking prayers? And yet, everybody sounded like we're all praying the same prayer here. But he sees all our hearts. You know, he says, now let's come, now that I've solved all these things. So don't worry about anything. Don't let worry distract you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Why must you want to struggle? How much can your power do? And there's some statements I've made there too that are interesting. 
Say, now you are worrying yourself so much about what to eat, what to eat, what to eat. Say, is it not the person who is alive that eats? He said, when did he say that? He said, come on, don't you see that life is more than food? And you are trying to die, kill yourself because of food. I must get food, I must get food. He said, relax now, if I'm keeping you alive, come on, trust me. I mean, please respect me enough to give you food. I need food to keep you alive. Come on! But we worry so much about the food. What about life? What if the whole food, what about that rich fool? The whole place was filled with food. He said, look at him. He says, now I will say to my soul, rest, relax. I've got material. I've got it. What I'm looking, I, I got it finally. My soul, relax. He said, eh, please give me my soul. Let me see. That's your soul. It's not yours. It's mine. So, is there anything worth worrying about? Rather than taking it to God in prayer. Now, that brings you to the importance of prayer, really. It's one sure way to dialogue with our maker. And look at it this way. If Jesus, the creator, will make time to pray, what makes you think that you can make it without prayer? If Jesus took prayers very seriously, what makes you think that you can make it by taking Prayers with so much levity and carelessness. So they went to Jesus and they asked them, and so Jesus, or rather, that's in the book of Luke, in the book of Matthew. So Jesus taught us and gave us a pattern for prayer. And the pattern is clear. When you pray, you will say, What? Come on, talk to me. Having said all this thing about prayer, is not a show off. Then you see our Father, who art in heaven. So what does that tell you? When it comes to prayer, who do you pray to? Who do you direct your prayers to? Come on, talk to me. Okay. So even when I start prayers and I say, in the name of Jesus, you know what I'm saying? That's access. In the name of Jesus, so my Father, my God. In the name of Jesus, then I die. I'm directing to him. What I'm saying in the name of Jesus is access. This is my access. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Can you see that? Look, look, look. Jesus will always tell you, my Father and I are one. And yet when he will pray, he will say, my Father. And he says when we pray, we come with what attitude? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be. You come with reverence. Where is reverence nowadays? We have taught ourselves to the place where this is our right, this is what Jesus has done. Yes, and because of that, we can slap God if we want. No, sir. No, ma. There's still a place for reverence. As a matter of fact, that is worship. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's worship. So you want to talk to God in prayer, you open with worship. You cannot behold his presence without worshiping. It's not possible. If truly you are connected, you will worship. Not because, not because you are following a routine. No, sir. Every creature that truly gets his attention, push, you go down. At least in your attitude. (laughs) 
What in heaven? Hallowed be thy name. Worship. And the all night we're praying, and God was trying to show us something because we're looking more at the sensitivity of the spirit. And we decided to worship God. Oh my goodness. And things began to happen. Because it's worship, it's prayer itself. And see what Jesus taught there. No, that was Jesus. It was Old Testament. I hear you. Thank God I'm not that, I'm not that wise. My wisdom is Jesus Christ. And I don't want to be that wise. Where I got wiser than wise. I got so wise that I become out of him. No, everything is in him. Hallowed be thy name. Then look. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. I have a petition. But can you see the pattern of prayer? Everything God does has a purpose. Your being alive today has a purpose. Fine, yes, my purpose. I agree with you, but it has a purpose in God's agenda. In God's bigger plan. There's a purpose for you in God's bigger plan. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I have a desire, and so I'm, 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 I'm directing my will towards getting my desire. That's how I've been made in the image of God. I have an idea, I have a desire, I have a plan. I walk towards my desire through my plan, and I get it. Whether, I, whether there are things that God has already accomplished for me in the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, or even where I'm opposing God and I'm trying to attack his purpose. I have an ability to plan, to have a goal and plan and get it. I have a will. But see my prayer. Father, who art in, hallowed be thy name, let your will be done. Continually from my heart, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You have a will planned out or laid out for this earth, for this time, for my life. Let your will be done in my life on earth as you have ordained it in heaven. You know, somebody says that prayer, which is true, I've searched it, I've studied it. Uh, whatever you bind, Jesus said it, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, right? Whatever you lose on earth is losing in heaven. Go study properly. Literally, what it means is this. You know what that means? Literally what it means, if you go to study it, it says, whatever you bind on that is what has already been bound and finished in heaven. That's what it means. Whatever you lose here is what God has disallowed in heaven, which the devil is trying to press. So once you... Forget it. I feel the fire. So are you saying that I don't have authority to bind anything here? I'm, that's what I'm saying. Your authority is within his authority. Your authority is what has been given to you. He won't give you authority to oppose him. No way. You think I'll delegate something to some, 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 things to some people in church and they will use it to, to topple me? I will topple them before they topple me. It's, it is. So God gave you will and gave you authority and now you will use it to attack. No way. So, but I have a will, have a desire. Yes, but see, why don't you see what God plans for you for now, for here? By the time you get there, you'll be so excited on what God has done for you. So when you see the devil coming, you say, I bind you in the name of Jesus. 
I forbid you in the name of Jesus. Oh, I take authority. I decree life in Jesus' name. And the devil knows that he's going to obey. Your will is important. Now look at it. After your will be done on earth, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth, as it is heaven, there is Give me this day. It is his will that I don't suffer. It is his will that I'm provided for. It is his will that I'm protected. It is his will. Hello? It is his will. Can you see prayers? But what if I really want this thing badly? But that's not what God wants for me. But there's no clear cut indication in the Bible that, for example, God forbid, in Jesus' name, I don't smoke. I used to do, I used to pretend in those days when I was a backslider. I would go to a party. You get to party, you enter the party, you know. Then you hello, the more we appear in your pocket, uh, those cigarettes, those red slim ones, the more. We call them kataba. Yeah. But my friend, he's looking at me. Then you go to the corner where everybody can see you. <laughs> you know, he didn't swallow it all. I didn't go. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't a smoker. I was posing. And when I would make mistake, the thing would go inside there. I quickly run to go and hide somewhere where they won't see me coughing. But what I'm going to, what I'm saying is this. Now, I'm saying to God, ah, see, that guy has no worry in life. I just see him. He's enjoying himself. Ah. But the guy is, man, the guy is on stuff, you know. And he's been trying to tell me to take the stuff now, but... But God, let me try this thing. Is that the will of God for me? Because if you walk with a liar, you will learn his ways. Don't deceive yourself. Don't say, I can never. Please don't. Don't you ever say, I can never. The only way you can never is to avoid the company of those who are doing it. As simple as it may look to you, telling lies. He said, if you walk with liars, you will learn their ways. He who works with the wise will be wise, but the company of fools will be destroyed. So it's a company thing. So I have to run. So I said to God, I said, I want to try this stuff, man. Because sometimes all this pressure, man. I mean, at least, look, see this guy. He's getting back. So I'm trying to. But because I have the habit of acknowledging him in all my ways, I say, God, you know, this thing. You think God will allow me? Now, nobody knows what I'm thinking. You think God will allow me? He loves me too much than to allow me. But my whole body is craving for it. In fact, that may not even be it. Please don't be offended, though. Let me tell you the one that can easily be trouble. When the eyes of a woman catch you, or the eyes of a man catch you, all your thinking is swapped. And everything about you is just about you. He said, God. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> but it's true. We've all been somewhere before where we are deeply tempted. And that time you are saying, Ah, God help me. Even to pray, you wake up in the morning and say, eh, 
If God, God will never say yes. But your flesh can say yes a thousand times. We are talking of the will of God. But she's not anybody's wife. Anyway, she's not married. I'm not offending any man. She's the one that everyone wants. She's looking at me. She's pursuing me everywhere. I beg. Can I be frank with you? That's no prayer point. Don't pray anymore. The answer has come. What's the answer? Free. It's in the Bible. I prayed and prayed and prayed. I didn't hear this from God. It's a lie. Because God has answered you before you began to pray. The will of God. I have two young boys. He said, hey, look, it's time to go to bed. We're waking up early in the morning. Hey, okay, now I'm hungry. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I saw when you were eating. Hey, but I'm hungry. No, he doesn't want to go to bed. I said, okay, you know what? They'll give you hot chocolate. And then you go, hey, but I want to eat chicken. <laughs> I said, now the question is not because you really want to eat chicken. You want it to have you want to have it your way. So the mom said, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I want to eat. I want it. I but I want it. I want it now. But I want it. I understand you want it. But the order now is that you can't have it because it doesn't help you. It won't help you. And the mother said, ah. Daddy, I said, hey, you want I know you want to be, you know what, why should it be what you want? Thank you, sir. Why should it be what you want? It's not what you want all the time. It's what makes this house go running. It's what your mother wants now. It's what your daddy wants now. It's what your aunties want now. So go to bed. So I'm saying this to tell you that it's not every time you pray that God will answer you. It's not. You will still eat the chicken. But you will go to bed now. And when you wake up, you see more than you need waiting for you. I'm talking prayers. And a lot of times we get so angry and we got angry with everybody and angry. It's because that day I was trying to buy chicken. He was the one that came to distract me. It's got nothing to do with Dr. Onzegu. It's got nothing to do with anybody. It's God that loves you too much. He can't leave you alone. Don't tell me that God doesn't answer prayers. Before you doubt the efficacy of prayers or the power in the name of Jesus or this fellowship that we share together in a relationship with God through the blood of Jesus Christ, come ask me the question. I have seen things in the life of these two when they were back to the wall. I'll say, God help me. And I'll say, based on that, I depend on you. Hold the hand of my wife or one of the pastors in the name of Jesus. And they have testimonies. So before anybody argues with me, I have experience. Even in my own real life and even in the life of many in this church.
I have experienced. He has allowed me to see that what he says is true. I know it. What for the prayer that I not answered? Uh-uh. He is still God. And he is still sovereign. And he holds all sovereignty. And he does what he wants when he wants how he wants. But he will never fail his word. Didn't Jesus pray three times that if it were possible, let this cup be taken away? But Jesus knew the system. He knew himself. He knew the system. He said, but not my will. Because at that time, his desire, his body was crying. Let it pass. If that pass, you and I will be lost forever. He knew it wasn't going to be easy. He said, but no. At this point, I would rather you will. If you don't submit to the will of God in certain areas of your life, you give the devil the opportunity he doesn't have. You are giving him to master an area of your life that he should never come near you for. And that brings me to the next point as I close. That's why the Bible says we don't know how to pray as we ought. Well, I'm just asking for give me food, give me food, give me food, give me food, give me, give me food. And I'm trying to jump. Say to them, they're eating. I want to jump. But maybe what they are eating has some taste of cyanide at that time. And I'm trying, and something I'm denied. I'm trying to say, why? Why is it only me? Everybody's prayers answered, and I want to eat. But he said, no, no. I said, oh, Only to hear later that everybody that ate is in trouble. I said, God, I'm great. I'm grateful. Can you imagine? And yet you still get food. No one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. That's the Bible. So we don't know how to pray as we ought. But the Holy Spirit, aha, pastor. Two things now, quickly. Jesus taught us how to pray. John chapter 14, I want to show you some people. It's Jesus talking about prayers. I don't want to be confused. These are things that we should take one by one, but I'll just I'll lump them together. I know you are smart. The Holy Ghost is in you anyway. Praise God. Look at it. John 14. Most assuredly, I say to you, verse 12. He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater work than this shall he do, because I go to my Father. Next verse. Watch this. Watch this. And whatever you ask in my name, come on, come on, church. Whatever you ask in my name, what? Aha. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. 14. I say, if you ask anything in my name, I will. So Jesus was teaching prayers, and here again he was saying that. Can you quickly take it to 15? Let's see 15 verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Six. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out. Okay, seven. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will what? Come on, come on, come on. You what? And you shall what? Jesus speaking there. I just want to let you see two different things there. But you see, every time we are saying it, we don't do it because we are asking in his name. Glory be to God. And that's authority, by the way. Remember when they asked them, say, by whose name are you doing what you're doing? They were saying, by, by whose authority? Say, it's in the name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So when we come with that name, you see the name will walk. You see the dead will rise. You see? So when they say, in the name, we're saying, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, go to John chapter 16. Look at verse 23. Quickly, look at this. Look at this. I want you to see this. I want to compare this. Mm-hmm. 16. <laughs> and in that day, you will ask me nothing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Are you here with me? Amen. This is, this is with the background that you know that in Matthew 7, 7, write it down. Uh, Jesus himself said, ask you what? Seek you what? No, okay. Do I have what? Yes, okay. Now we are seeing, we are now, we are now, we are now 
following the ask thing there. Hallelujah. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, whatever you ask, come on, talk to me. Whatever you ask, oh, how? Oh, then what will happen? All right, now let's compare notes. The first two, John 14, 14, John, I mean John 14, and then John 15, he says, If you ask anything in my name, if you ask anything in my name, if you ask anything in my name, that wasn't prayer. Or if it's prayer, it's a demand. That one does not need reverence. You are not talking to God, you are talking to the situation, you are talking to devils, you are talking to creation based on the authority you have in the name of Jesus. You see, this morning I said, hold a hand. In the name of Jesus' life, I destroy every form of introduction of death. In the name of Jesus. I, am not, I don't have to beg the devil or beg death. I have authority. In the name of Jesus. That's a demand. And there's a place for that. But when it comes to prayer, I ask the Father, how? Still in the name of Jesus. And it will be done. Because when it comes to the Father, I come with a reverential attitude. So what do I do? I pray to God concerning the sickness based on my knowledge that in the name by his stripes I am here. So Father, I stand in the covenant of healing because of the stripes of Jesus. I receive my healing in Jesus' name. So I'm walking and I feel it. I say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I'm not talking to Father anymore. I'm dealing with that because God has finished it. I sit in the world. I settle with him. I take a first trot. Hello? So somebody said, but Jesus taught us how to pray. Why didn't Jesus pray in the name of Jesus? Jesus himself is the authority. One with the Father. Father, Son, and Spirit. But you have his delegated authority. So Jesus doesn't have to say, he'll say, I rebuke you. He created the system. He's one with the Father. He sees the Father and does the will of the Father. But I... Even though I'm one with Jesus Christ right now, but I'm one on the ground that he has given me his authority. My righteousness is through him. My access and my ability are through him. So when I come, I say, in the name of Jesus. That's why the devils in the source of scripture will say, Jesus we know. Paul we know. Why Paul? Because Paul always uses the authority of Jesus. And so the demons tell the children of scripture, I mean, the demons told the source of scripture, say, who are you? You don't have this authority. And you don't have the authority of Jesus. So what? Beat them, tore their clothes. But if you were there that day, and you know you're right, you'll say, how dare you? In the name of Jesus, they will flee from you. Because you have authority. I'm talking prayers. So the next question is, did Jesus pray with the help of the Holy Ghost? Which is where I got to. Ah, yes. How? Did you hear him do anything until he left Jordan? This is my beloved son, a woman beloved. I'm well pleased. And the next thing, he was led by the Spirit. He was led of the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit. So he did everything with the Holy Ghost cooperation. So you now see why the Holy Ghost is what you need. Eh? It's what you need. 
Hear him, chapter 14. He said, see, I'm talking about the paracletos, your strengthener, your standby, your advocate, your teacher, <laughs> your healer, your lifter, everything that God can be to you. He's the Holy Ghost. He said, I'm the tender. He's going to be with you, not just going to be with you, he's going to be in. Oh, Are you here? So when I begin to have a desire and I begin to pray, he keys in. He jumps in quick. Because that's why he's there for. He's my helper. Can you see now that your prayers are in Jesus' name? You see what I mean? But this way I'm going as I close. He's always too eager, or rather very eager to assist us. That's why he's here. But what if I always put him aside? Oh, I feel the fire in my shoes. What if I always do things to put him down? I don't need you. I don't need you. And yet, that's why he's here. He's not just hanging around you. He's inside of you. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? It's an intimate spirit. I can offend you very easily because you love me so much. And you can offend me too. But is it like Pastor Nomchi and I? Ah, it's much, much easier for me to offend her and for her to offend me. Why? What we share is dependent on what I have for everybody in general. And the greatest problem in marriage is feeling expectations. And he's there and he's ready. Prayer. He's ready to pray with me. With grace that cannot be uttered. He's coming in. Why? The Bible says he knows the heart of the Father. He knows the mind of God. He knows your heart. He knows where I'm struggling. Whether he knows where, 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 where my desires are not it. He knows. And he knows the will of God. So he's the bridge in between. So he comes in and he helps me to pray right. All of a sudden I realize, ah, it's not the way I'm looking at it anymore. Ah, thank God. Woo, hallelujah. In the spirit. Then my physical is aligned. And I said, what, 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 what went wrong with me? In the first place. But it's, you know what the Bible says? Say you can grieve that spirit. Ephesians chapter 4. You can quench that spirit. First Ephesians chapter 5. You can blaspheme that spirit. Isaiah makes it clear. He said they resisted the spirit of God. So he turned and left them alone to their own destruction. That will never be our portion in Jesus' name. But we have to know to be sensitive enough not to resist him. He's too intimate. In the, in, 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 I think first Corinthians chapter 6 he was saying, come on, come on, come on. How can you try to sleep with a, with a harlot? Why will you try that? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. She's not. Do you know what you're trying to do? You are trying to bring into one darkness and light. It's not possible. All because you are looking for pleasure. It's not possible. You are going to create chaos. He says, they say, Pastor, why do people make so much noise about sexual sin? But, well, we don't make too much noise here, but let me tell you why. The Bible says, every sin you commit outside your body, but sexual sin is against your body. So that's why it's more grievous. Why? You destroy the house of God. 
you make it uncomfortable for him. That's his home. Why do you like to keep on making it uncomfortable for him? It's an intimate spirit. Why are you talking this way? Can't you see there's a level of sensitivity in this house now? And it's not limited to anybody. It's for all of us. He will hold you and pray with you and pray through with you. Why won't you get results? I know that in the name of Jesus, speaking from now, results. What about when God doesn't want to answer? When God doesn't want to answer? You will know now. The Holy Ghost, you will know. God's answer is my blessing. God's disapproval is my blessing. God's delay is my blessing. He knows what I don't know. He sees what I don't see. And he wants me to trust him with my life. Because he first did that for us. Jesus in everything I said God the father I trust you he laid down his life and he will never disappoint you in the name of Jesus can't you see that you are in the best of seasons right now in the name of Jesus you are so special before him he loves you with special love delays never denier in the name of Jesus I sense the Holy Ghost moving in the hearts of so many people right now now you can understand why I say if my people will pray, a whole nation will be saved. What if, my, what if my man in that house or my lady in my house, my girl or my boy in that house will pray? God will change everything. God will truly bring salvation. You are special in his eyes, in his eyes. You are like an apple of his eyes. In fact, you are the apple of his eyes. You are the city on a hill. You can never be covered anymore. Your light shines in the darkness. And that's the truth. That's why you are plugged. That's why you are put where you are. That's why he has planted you where you are. The complaints you are seeing today, they are just means to an end. In the name of Jesus. It is well with you. You know what God is saying to me? He said, there's going to be a stampede. I say of what? He said of testifiers. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you honor. Take all the glory. When you call, he will answer you. Even before you call, he will answer you. Just make sure that you share your testimonies. It will glorify God. But much more than that, it will encourage many people to know that this Christianity thing is not a joke. It's real. Father, we worship you. Shall we rise? We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, off-town planning way in Lukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.